You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. All right, babies, this is Lust for Life, back, Mad Dog Mattern, got the crew together, it's going to be an inch, let's just, before I introduce people, let's just get to the bottom of shit real quick, everyone needs to know this, this episode's going to be about hedonism, we have a wonderful guest, Terry Brennan, he's going to talk about going to parties, dressed as a pirate, this, there's actual things where they dress as pirates, and have a bunch of excess, and this is the modern times, any excuse to get crazy, people do it now, that's how mundane life is we need certain themes not just putting booze in your body you need a reason to dress up to do it that's the beauty of life they're, so we're gonna discuss uh, that they're looking for booty they're huh? bo- hey oh hey, hey, we're hey. already on the clock <laughs> <laughs> um i'm also hungover. i usually am very professional with this show <laughs> but always i think this is like our fifth episode so it's not like the standard and, has been going on for years it was a wednesday night no, I think it was a Tuesday. Today's yeah. Wednesday. Wow. I think Ooh, someone else was drinking. Hungover. I think Point it's is, funny that you think because you're hungover, you're any less professional yes. than like half of the people that do this out there. Probably. I agree with you. But I, in my head, I want to be professional. But then yes, last was, night, I was like, oh, my God, this is the hedonism episode. If I'm ever going to stay out chasing skirt and be a mess for tomorrow, this is the perfect one. Yeah. So let me introduce the crew. As always, the great Benji. Say it. Sess one. Suswine, yeah, that's it's too close. Too close. I like when you mess it up a little bit. Sussaman. Sussaman. I'm gonna change his name. <laughs> Big Ben's chilling with us. Thanks special, for having me. Anytime, my friend. Your family. You're in this. Uh, my main dude. Special guest host this week. The outstanding, professional comedy writer, R.G. Daniels. Yeah. Thanks what for up? having me, buddy. I'm, I just want you to watch this meltdown. I yeah. have no water. I have no food. I had one banana. Do you want some water? No. I think it's better. This is this is method. This is very method. I am like Dustin Hoffman in Marathon Man right now. I need Sir Lawrence of Olivier to say, oh, dear boy, you should try acting. Did he say that on that set? I think he did. It's amazing. That's what we need right now. So You just referenced Marathon Man? Yes, This is going to be one of many references. There's going to be a million, RG. We don't stop. I always try to keep up with you. I need like a wiki, like, right. like a wiki page open. I, I need footnotes in my real life. I need someone <laughs> to give footnotes, especially with date. I find out from, like, girlfriends, ex-girlfriends, eventually they admit to me, I don't get most of your references. Then why the fuck are we together? This is crazy. How do you not get this I, well, yeah. with me? It says something that they would at least fake knowing the references for you. That's, that I, that's half the fun, I feel. It's like sometimes I don't know the reference, but I'm like, well, I'll construct my own sort of alternate way of how this reference is supposed to be. But I know you don't necessarily, like, mean it that way, but because I haven't – I've never seen Marathon Man, so my mind went – to an entirely different place than what the movie actually is. What, where did your mind go? This is great. We should run with this. It just went to Dustin Hoffman being like a mumbly Jew in the 70s, which is what he was. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I've, I have no way to pinpoint the movie, you know? A mumbly Jew in the 70s. What about the 80s? He got that mumbling done or he it's converted to Catholicism in the yeah. 80s? Yeah, he won an Oscar for it. That's what happened in the 80s. Um, that's the movie where Dustin Hoffman was so method, he would stay up all night. Yeah. I think he's playing a junkie or some shit. Or was he Super Tramp? What is he in Marathon Man? Oh yeah, in the booth. AJ Freeman, Super Tramp. Um, 
He plays like a cop who's strung out, something like that, and he stays up all night, and Sir Lawrence of Olivier sees his co-star as a wreck on set. Okay. And that's where he's like, dear boy, you should try acting. <laughs> okay. Because a lot of those old school dudes, right. those old theater people, thought that the whole method thing was bullshit. Yeah. And that's not acting. That, that's hilarious that Sir Lawrence Olivier condescended on Dustin Hoffman. Like, so great. <laughs> Such well, like at a, the time, yeah. it wasn't like Dustin Hoffman. It yeah. was like some guy, like, you're doing this wrong, and if you want a career, follow my lead. <laughs> yeah. They don't call me sir for right? nothing. <laughs> exactly. Do you think people, when they get knighted, start getting arrogant, like in England? Do you think everyone who's got the sir, and do you think, like, even Judy Dench, she's Dame Judy Dench. Hmm. Right. Do you think that she start like, they were normal people till then? Then they get the title, yeah. and then they start fucking sassing to people. Yeah. Like, well, 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 think about if you were in that position. If you were knighted, do you think, you think it would change the way you sort of look at things a little bit? Yeah, but it mean, doesn't mean shit. It was really no. the truth. Like, <laughs> no. you're not – if I was a real knight, if I was right, walking around – I'd probably yeah. carry a sword around after that just because I could. <laughs> could you technically? Are you allowed to? Legally, you can if you're a yeah. knight. Sean Connery's a knight, right? It's in the Magna Carta. Yes, it's in the Magna Carta, exactly. We are doing Jay Z's new album, <laughs> which supposedly people don't like it. I haven't, I haven't really listened to it. All right, I can't do it no more. I'm done. Here, all right, let's get to this. This is great, though. We're firing all cylinders. We're talking what, about knights what, already. Yeah, what would be the, the the like the American equivalent of being knighted? Because it's not like being elected president. I think it's like a purple star or something. Isn't that a thing? That's a thing. I don't know. I don't or or know. joining the Justice most, League? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that should be our shit. Because Batman is our <laughs> is the that's, American knight. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the, the equivalent of being knighted in America is is uh is being inducted. Do you get inducted into the Justice League? No, how inducted does it work? Inducted in the Justice I've never read comic books. That's so crazy. Really? It's weird, right? You look like a comic book I, guy. I, it was a defense <laughs> mechanism. I think it's the glasses, yeah. yes. <laughs> Straight defense mechanism. Like I knew that I'd get beat up for doing it, so, so I you never did. That's how I started watching sports and stuff. Skinny dude with glasses. You yeah. just assume, oh, that motherfucker <laughs> loves Martian Manhunter. That guy's Man online for Iron Man right. 4 already. Yeah, <laughs> Camping out. Yeah. Um, that's great. That, you are a sports junkie, and I bet people do not know that at first no, glance. Nobody knows that. But I've spent many hours with you when we lived in the same neighborhood yeah, and, watching sports. And I know my shit. It's not even like it comes from out of nowhere, you know? You do know your shit. You have it together. Yeah, Super Tramp. We have a paper airplane thrown We have way. a paper airplane thrown. Terry, you want to grab that? This is how professional we are, Terry. Is that? Is this, this is how we get our notes. This is a sponsored segment? Yes. No, this is going to be our marathon man shit. Thank you, Terry. What is this? Dustin Hoffman plays history PhD candidate <laughs> researching Samefield as his father who committed suicide. Uh, so oh, shit. I should watch that on Netflix. <laughs> that sounds like a great movie. Is that what you were picturing? Not, nah. not even close. <laughs> not Like I said, Mumbly Jew in the 70s. That's how I pictured Dustin Hoffman. What if that was the ID, IBMD right. page? What was that called? <laughs> I'm that yeah, messed IMDb. up. IMDb. Yeah. Uh, no, you're good. Mumble, you Dustin Hoffman it. plays Mumbly Jew in the <laughs> 70s. Movie came out in 84. What? How did this shit happen? Oh, it came out in 84? No, I'm just saying that would be oh. the funniest description. <laughs> it came out in 84. Mumbly Jew in the 70s. A lot of post-production. Yes. yes. All right, let's get to this. Out. I was out late last night, and I think... Oh, this came out in 76. 76. Thank you, my dude. The mm. spirit of 70. Good. The Bicentennial. That's a Bicentennial movie. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, America. Here's a Mumbly <laughs> Jew part. But this came out after The Graduate, so how did Lawrence Olivier not know... I guess he just wanted to throw his weight Brother, around. Brother, he yeah. probably just could. It's yeah. the back to the night thing. It's just because he could talk that way to people. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably doesn't care about anyone but himself. 
We're, he probably we're looks really in the mirror. Judging him pretty bad right now. Well, he, and he can't defend sweetest, himself anymore. Probably know he's the sweetest guy in the world, and we're just yeah. But you can't like anyone who starts a sentence with "dear boy." Dear boy. That's yeah. fucked up, right? Unless it's like like Michael Caine in a movie, though, right? You know, like not off screen. Someone else wrote those words for you. Yeah, I really want to save enough money to hire Michael Caine to speak at my funeral or my yeah. wedding, one of the two. Yeah, just so he could say. I never gave up on him. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Or like have someone in the audience go, Michael Caine, you ever give up on Mad Dog? Never. <laughs> yes. It the best. So I feel horrible right now. And this is really a struggle already. I feel like I'm three gears behind you two. Really? Because I stayed out all night. I don't black out much. I, I blacked How out a little end? bit. How'd your night end? This girl How threw me out of her apartment at 6 in the morning. All I right. don't know Ooh. why. I think I made out with her a little bit because my tongue is sore. I am tongue-tied. Uh -oh. I don't oh, know if you yeah. all know. Uh -oh. That's an actual thing where I have a string. Here, I'll show it to you guys. Yeah. Holding my tongue down. I think everyone has that. No? Yeah, but look, look at mine. I can't do shit. I can't, I can't roll R's when I was in Spanish class, and that's when I thought I was still Spanish. I couldn't roll <laughs> R's. None of that shit could happen. So um, when I make out, when I play a little tonsil hockey, my, my tongue is as sore as can be the next day. Well, it sounds like you're kissing too hard. We gotta relax. I think that's a 60s song. You're kissing too <laughs> you're kissing hard when you're kissing on me. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm passionate. I think I'm a good kisser. First of all, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can judge myself. I think I have good rhythm. I think it's, it, it works out. And I've been told I'm a good kisser. So I think you I'm get, doing it all you right. Got good feedback. I okay. got, got good yelp. The comment yelp cards. <laughs> the comment cards come back. Who's your favorite kisser of the night? That's what we do here at the comedy shows. Um, so I know I got her pants off at one point. I think she, I had her down to bra and panties on her uh, kitchen counter. Okay. And I think I bit her breast. All right. I don't know why. I don't usually bite the breast. Something happened. I think I did or I didn't. And then she was like, you have to bite my breast. Now, it should be known, this girl's from South Jersey slash Philly. That's a different animal. Yeah. yeah. But the whole time, she's giving me mixed signals. It's very weird. All night, it's like, hey, do you want to come to my place? Yeah, sure. Put my arm around her. That's as far as it's fucking going. Whoa. And then, <laughs> and then this girl. And that's, what, that's what she said? She yes. said that out loud? Yes. Those and words then, were spoken? I can't handle that shit. The 25% yeah. giddy blood comes out. I'm like, bullshit, man. Yeah. I can't get rejected. I just yeah. did a hot show, <laughs> act like a whorehouse on Nickel Night. And she crowd. was at the show. Yes. She saw Flirted it the whole night. Yeah, you didn't go over there to put your arm around her. Yeah. I'm, you went over to the bite of breast. <laughs> I wanted to throw it down. Okay. Yeah. Hey, maybe I can come over. We could hold hands and watch Titanic. What yeah, let's fuck? watch Marathon Man. Hey, can I come <laughs> over and watch Ray Donovan? That would be romantic. <laughs> and so uh, we're over there. Her roommate was going. I had two comics in and out trying to play wing for me. Okay. One she really wanted and left. One was just there for me. God bless him. I won't use his name, but you're my dude, brother. And then... All of a sudden, it's me and the two girls in a cab going to Astoria. They live in my name. They're three blocks down from me. Okay. Then we go to an old man bar, have a couple drinks. The roommate leaves. This broad starts talking to another guy. And then that's when I realized, okay, I'm in. Because this is the jealousy thing. And then finally, he's like, okay, let's go to my place. Pours me another drink. I have had about seven or eight Sinatras at this point. Yeah. Sinatras are Jack Daniels, four ice cubes. Water all the way. No one poured them right last night. <laughs> and the idea behind that is that you could drink those all night, and you can stay good. You stay even. You don't get too fucked up. Everyone, yeah, yeah just, that's how Sinatra drank till he was like 81 yeah. all night. Wait, what's the thought process there? It's not over-the-top booze because, A, your bartenders sometimes, just for tips, will overpour you yeah. because they want you to tip you. But now you're Frank Sinatra, 
they want to hook you up because Sinatra's music got a lot of people laid. Let's be honest. And people love Sinatra yeah. and they want to hook him up. And Sinatra will hook you up with a tip. So people would want to pour, over pour. Yeah. If it came out with too much booze, he'd be like, bullshit. This is ridiculous. It's too dark. He wanted four ice cubes. They would melt initially. And it was just perfect. And then water all the way up. Everyone last night thought I was Sinatra. Like I was going to tip him $200. And they overpoured everything. I'm, I'm fucked up like a $2 watch right now. I'm not lying. I drank all night. Then she poured me something. I don't know what the fuck she poured me at her. But it might have been a beer. I don't even know. And <laughs> yeah. if she poured me a beer. That would be crazy because I meant I went home with a distiller or some shit like that. <laughs> so we're at her place finally. And she's still giving me. It's still a little cat and mouse. But we're making out. And at one point, I do get her like to her bra and panties. And they were fucking hot. It was yeah. beautiful. And next thing you know, she's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, what? What happened? <laughs> Are you being serious? Yes, I think you have to go now. And I'm that pissed because it's just been cat and mouse all night of green light, red light, yellow light, run the yellow, blah, blah, yeah. blah, all this shit. And I was like, okay. I didn't get her number. I just felt bad. And I made sure to walk slowly. She had a balcony to walk slowly outdoors and pause in the middle of the street, putting my headphones on so she could know I don't give a shit. In my head, I was like Tom Cruise leaving Cameron Diaz's house in Vanilla Sky. <laughs> there was no Jeff. I should have played Jeff Buckley in my headphones, but I didn't at that point. That would show he, her. That would show her. And that, but then he gets hit by a car, so I'm glad it didn't. I suppose that I saw my couture there. Yeah. I'll learn her. I did listen to that My Chemical Romance song about his dead grandma a hundred times. And I came in, and I think Bittersweet Symphony, yeah. like a hundred times. I came into my house, my apartment, I guess singing high, like 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 high pitch. My roommate, Anthony DeVito, just told me before I came here, he's like, you were singing, man. I thought someone was robbing us. It didn't sound like you. It didn't sound like your voice. You're fucking crazy, man. It's also the he worst, the thief. world's worst robber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> comes in, comes just in singing as loud so as so long and good night. <laughs> Give me your fucking TV. Like that was that wouldn't work. So that's that's what I'm dealing with right now. I'm sweating. Yeah, cool. Um, this is it's just insane to me that I even did this. But part of me is like, this is the perfect time to stay up all night, get no sleep. Yeah, because it's hedonism. What are we chasing out there? See, it's great. I don't get fucked up for fucked up sake. That often. Every once in a while, I'm going through some shit or uh, a night where I host like three, four shows in a row or a lot of shows in a row. Like I haven't had a day off in like three weeks. I might culminate with just tying one on for old, old time's sake, getting sure. loose. But usually it's vagina. And that's why I'm out all yeah. night. Yes. And I'll, I'm chasing the skirt. And that's why I drink this much. But some people just like to get fucked up. Mm -hmm. Life's tough. And yep. that's why we're bringing in yeah. our boy Terry. Because, like, Benji, you go to festivals. You go to music festivals. And you yes. like to go there and get drunk and get loose and make yes. mistakes. Yes. Well, the truth is, is there not, not a lot of mistakes. I mean, drugs may be a mistake. But I'm not, like, I'm not, like, putting myself in, like, harm's way, really. You're I'm in control. Careful. I'm in control. Yeah. It's with people watching me. We're just listening to music, having a good time. It's more of an unwind, clear mind type of thing. Well, I think you should go to a festival where there's danger. I think that we should start having music festivals on construction sites. Let's resurrect family values. Right. Ooh. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to this, I'm sure, in the talk, but it's interesting. Some people, I don't think, want that danger. Some people love that rush Yes. when shit can go wrong, and I think some people need the opposite, where they just want complete Relax. safety and, yeah. yeah, where they don't have to worry about shit getting It's kind of the out. point of how raves got started, a, a consequence-free environment with right. a lot of drugs and no authority. Right. It's Amsterdam from The Wire. Mm -hmm. Just wow. Everything's legal and go have fun in this safe area. Well, Anyway, let's That's what let's we're going to get at tonight. I'm very excited about it. Um, you guys, 
probably going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting. I, I'm, I don't think I'm worth a fuck right now. I, <laughs> Super Tramp, scale 1 to 10. How am I this first 15 minutes? A 10? Oh, that's bad news. This is what got Sam Kennison in trouble. <laughs> Sam Kennison would show up fucked up, and his brother would be like, see, you can't be doing that shit, Sam. He's like, just give me the ball. Then he'd go out and kill. Guess what? Cocaine right. in the system when he did. Fuck it. This is the end of me, just so you know. We'll let's, be back. Uh, with, let's order you a Sinatra. That's what we need to do. Dude, let's just drink now. Level We're just you right keep off. Keep it booze, but we need, <laughs> we need women. It's a, God, I can't believe I didn't bang her. That's all I'm going to fucking say. <laughs> We're going to come back with Terry. Her panties were like like, plant, <laughs> like like some kind of just hotness that I've never seen before. It had designs like she was like in Velocity Girl. I don't even yeah. know if that makes sense, that reference. But she was fucking, oh, my God. I, I barely know her name. All right. We'll be back with Terry Brennan. We're going to get to the bottom of hedonism. This is Lust for Motherfucking Life. I'm, I'm, I'm out of control. All right. Cool. All right, baby. This is the second segment. I guess in podcasts, you really shouldn't do shit like that. I bet people would think that was very square and not, boy, so I shouldn't leave, even say square on a podcast. So leave it, come shit. back. To, but then to say, this is the second segment because the purpose of a podcast is it's not radio. Right. Yeah. Bullshit. I grew up listening to fucking radio. So we're going to have segments. We're changing it. I'm getting a weatherman. I'm going to get <laughs> someone in the copter telling us about traffic. Dude, that'd be dope. Yes. Traffic we're, on the ones. We have a guy named Fly Overy. On the <laughs> <laughs> With us is our guest, Terry Brennan, a dear friend of mine. What up, Pimpin? How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, well, there's no ladies here, but all right. <laughs> and after last night's story, not a single gentleman, probably. <laughs> it's not with me. And I am drinking a beer. I do not drink during the day. Oh, this is awesome. Unless I'm on vacation. Cheers. I will cheers you. But Blink. everyone was like, yes, Mad Dog, you should have hair of the dog after this. And it is hedonism. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, it makes sense. We're yeah. getting crazy. Now, Terry, uh, you were in a band mm -hmm. called Belt. That's right. You go on the road. Yes. You're a bit of a funk jam type band we're like a little bit of an everything type band we play everything everything that's awesome is there anything that's not awesome that you don't put in what is considered not mm -hmm. awesome uh, i don't know i think all music's great really so there's not a there's not much we don't add not too much electronic synthy stuff we'll rap? give it time because we rap? don't have enough money for keyboards see and that's the only thing keeping out what about hip-hop and rap what about like hip-hop rap i like elements of hip-hop yeah i love hip-hop would you have a guy come on and freestyle? Absolutely. We totally have. So I have played with another band that Terry's on where <laughs> they brought me in to have a comedian solo. Dude, it was awesome. And how did it go? I just do a rant. I go, give me, someone give me one word, and I'm going to give you a rant on it. And so the band's playing behind me, and I go on like a five-minute old – like a Den you remember Dennis Leary's MTV commercials? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I want Eskimo pies. I want Cindy Crawford. <laughs> like, I did it. They gave me polar bears. Yeah. And I end up ranting about how Alyssa Milano would come on in the middle of the night with those infomercials. <laughs> and I think I started by like, you know, Melissa, Alyssa Milano take, took 30 minutes out of her usual schedule of right. hooking up with <laughs> baseball players. <laughs> and hockey also. And right? I think she married a hockey yeah, guy. I think, so. I think that was just to spite baseball players. Like, you can't have me, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. But I'm available on weekends for a little uh, mistake. <laughs> so you go on the road a lot and you go to festivals. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot of crazy shit yep. with partying that. Specifically, what I brought you in is you told me about a party that you were going to a week or two ago called a pirate party. The pirate party. It was amazing. Please explain that to people, what goes on with that. The basic premise of, of what goes on. And then we'll get knee deep into your experience with this thing. Uh, all right. Well, uh, basically, it's, uh, it's a small uh, community in Maine, uh, an island community off the coast. Uh, they have... Uh, 
a smaller island that has no uh, electricity, no running water. It's actually a, a rare bird preserve because uh, it's just some bird species that uh, only nest there, you know, during the nesting season or something like that. Um, anyway, so like an endangered species bird. Yeah, exactly. Um, Are you couple, supposed to be having parties? Yeah, there? perfect well, place to get reckless. Uh, They're endangered now. Yeah, well, okay, that's why I'm not giving names and, 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 and specific locations. And then we kill the bird and smoke it <laughs> and listen to widespread panic. <laughs> Hedonism, yes. Uh, no, but uh, they they basically uh, all these kids have boats. It's a it's an island community, and, and a lot of them are lobstermen. So uh, they all take their boats out to this island. They set up this huge party, and they dress up as pirates, and just wild out. Now, they dress up as pirates just that weekend, or could I sh- r- sh- randomly show up on a Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> and, and by dressing up as pirates, do they go into what we perceive pirates yeah, to I'm, be? Yeah, I'm picturing Captain Hook and, like, Jack Sparrow's walking and around. S- some, yes. of, some of them were, were totally, like, to the nines. You Patches? Know? Yeah, like, the whole thing. Even if they don't need one? Yeah, exactly. Hook hand? Yeah. Peg, peg legs. Parrots. Peg legs. Uh, there was, the I was actually, yeah, there was a giant parrot there that offered me some drugs. It no, get the fuck out of here. Parrot, you a parrot offer you drugs. Yes. And I wasn't on drugs wow. yet. Is that even illegal? Can parrots selling drugs? Like it's. Yeah, they're going to throw it in the pokey. The, that's the loophole. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're parrot selling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, man. It's a thing. I worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on episode 11 of Orange is the New Black. They just brought in a parrot into the female prison. Hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> and the episode lesbian sex with the parrot. It's fucking amazing. Um, okay. So how many days is this thing? Uh this year apparently it lasted for like three days. They they go Friday and it's it really Friday and Sunday it's only the hardcores. It's the kids setting up and the kids breaking down. But then um, Saturday it's just like no holds barred. People showing up from other islands and other boats. So Saturday is the main day of partying. Yeah, Saturday is like the explosion of good times. But the Friday and the Sunday people are still sort of getting into the spirit yeah. spirit of it because they're building everything up and all that. Yeah, yeah, they're still dressed up as pirates. They're just like Friday they're setting up. And camping out, and then because everybody's oh, they're, sleeping, they're setting everything up dressed as pirates. Yeah, like, yeah. everything is done as a pirate. Yeah, pretty much. There's everything's no, method, bro. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no We're break. Changes from hedonism to the method episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? What if somebody's not dressed? Like, do they get kicked off the island? Uh, I think it's highly discouraged. They have a plank that they make you walk, and like they're they're pretty serious wow. about That's the plank. Awesome. <laughs> if you show up, you don't have your twenty dollar cover. They make you walk the plank, and I mean, like with all your shit in your pockets, if you don't have supplies and water. And you're a newbie and obviously a tourist. Walk the plank. <laughs> wow. Well, they, they don't hate, mess around. They yeah. haze you like virgins at the Rocky yeah, Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Dude, these are some tough kids, man. I mean, these are like the greatest people I've ever met in my entire life. They're salty, uh, you know, uh, salt of the earth kind of people, you know, very grounded. Um, but, you know, they're tough. Is yeah. there any, like, first aid or supervision of any type? Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm sure kids have stuff but it, no it's pretty it's like much bring your own it's party you know, your survival own kit yeah on right. an island with no electricity exactly. and no water right. it's like you no know what you're getting yourself into there's yeah. no hospital <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah no no there's nothing there there's like a couple of people's have uh, a couple of people uh, have houses from like back in the day but <laughs> There's but those houses don't have electricity or running water. There's no, like, ye old Red Cross or something? <laughs> no, right. no. Exactly. No. Um, there's converting like, people. Yeah. There's, like, corners, <laughs> corners of the woods that are, that are set the, aside uh, for you. The little buccaneers and infirmaries. And bathrooms. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, well, you know, it's the woods, man. Yeah. Uh, they had some outhouses. They did have some outhouses. I never used one, though. 
And it's just you, you wow. get hit in the head, you need stitches, walk the plank. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that cures everything. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you'd have to get back to the mainland in a boat or something like that. How yeah. far is the mainland? Uh, the mainland is actually pretty far away. Um, <laughs> when, I, when I said mainland, what I meant was the other island that you have to go to first to get to the To get to the mainland. Yes. Yeah. Stepping this stones. Seem, this seems so crazy it to is. me. It's like a mini Burning Man. It was It was amazing. I, I was just going to sort of make that correlation. It kind of sounds like Burning Man, but for an island instead of a desert. Yeah. And instead of like weirdos building crap with iron, it's like dudes like dressing up as pirates and actually drinking and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. So here's a question. So you have to – this is off of Maine. You're from Maine. Mm-hmm. You go to what city first to get there? Where do you, you have to directions? be? What uh, it's, directions? Yeah, a- we're going to go next week. We're going to start a new <laughs> one. Follow ye map, Matt. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, it's it's a town called Rockland. Okay. And uh, and you, uh, you go to Rockland and you take a ferry like an hour okay. and a half into the ocean to this island called uh, Vinyl Haven. My sister lives there. She's – uh, she raises sheep. Bino Haven. On a farm. Yeah. Your sister is a sheep herder. <laughs> yeah. In 2013, there's she, sheep herders. She's yeah. a shepherdess. Somebody's got to herd oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get it wrong there. <laughs> she's a shepherdess. Politically correct. <laughs> she's a, a sheep, um, sheep breeding American. Let's yes. just do it right. Politically correct. And then from... Val Halen, which sounds Vi- like Vinyl Haven. Vinyl. Doesn't it sound like a word that Robert Plant would have used in Led Zeppelin for a yeah. lyric? Van Halen, <laughs> I am calling. <laughs> wait, Van ha- wait, Van Vinyl Haven. Vinyl Haven. It, it, it sounds Not Van like- Halen. You said Van, <laughs> Van Halen Island. Your sister lives on Van Halen Island. It's <laughs> <laughs> the mayor, David Lee Roth, and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Oh, it's fu- they're on tough times. Gary Sharon is now the mayor of Van Halen Island. <laughs> They've gone to shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, and then you, from there, go to this island. Yeah, from 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 there, we got right off the ferry. We unloaded all our stuff off the truck, and uh, had to load it onto this lobster boat. Okay. For for the kids to take out there, and they took all our equipment. You keep, out you keep saying kids. How how old are these? Like, uh, like eight year olds? No, <laughs> these are like yeah, these interns. are like you know <laughs> high school kids, post <laughs> post high school, college age kids. You know, from like uh, twenty to, tw- I mean, sorry, twenty one officer to you know thirty. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I'm thirty two. I was there fucking having a blast, and there were some older people there too. Apparently, the the Grateful Dead used to go to this same island and do this. Oh, wow. Every once in a while. I don't know if they dressed as pirates, but but you in know. your head you want to think that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really hope. I, I I would really like to think this has been going on since the '60s, but or since pirates, yeah. since like the 1660s. Yeah, yeah. Like very, very <laughs> deeply it, embedded yeah. in the cultural history. And if we're if we're being honest, the Grateful Dead didn't dress too far off. <laughs> yes. From what pirates probably. Let's be dressed. let's be really honest about that <laughs> shit. Jerry Garcia did look, yeah, like he was searching for booty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Oh, fuck, I don't know how much more I got in me tonight. <laughs> I'm just going to be real, and I think that's part of why, what we're doing here. I am a fucking wreck I right drink, now. I drink the beer. I drink, I, it's you know. not helping. Can we get shots? Is that taking the... I'm just fucking around. <laughs> do, do we have shots? Yeah, that's what we have interns for. Intern Bring Jaeger to the goddamn <laughs> Shots. <recording>. So, <laughs> it's outstanding. How many people do you think go to this thing? Uh, there were probably about 200 kids there this year. I heard that last year it was like 300, but... Oh, my God, were they disappointed... That they lost about a hundred people. No, not really. Or was this by design? They wanted less. Right. Yeah, I, I think I think it's partially by design. It's sort of one of those things where like it has the potential if if word is spread wide enough to get really really out of control. Uh, so which would lead to 
it getting ruined in the long run. Yeah, kind of. It's like selling out. Because you, yeah, you don't. You, well, but you don't want it to be like Woodstock '99, where they set things on fire and kids mm. are rape stock. Yeah, yes. you don't. You don't want. You don't want people that aren't there um, with an understanding of. It. You go in with respect. You know, you got to have like your shit together in order to party with these kids. Yeah. How does one get invited to this? Uh, you just got to know someone from up there. Is it like a, te- a tip on the shoulder? Like, right. hey, uh, second weekend of July. I'm thinking like you get a note with a black dot in it or something. Some, <laughs> some yeah, I want it to be some secret society <laughs> shit. Yes. Right, like a That's key a, with a exactly. skull at the end. A fish head or something. <laughs> well, r- really, it's just... <laughs> it's, fish head. It's, they just give you an actual <laughs> fish head. You a fish head. It, it's sort of like the people that go there, I think, have been doing this for a long time. Like, the people that, that, are, that are new to it are... There weren't a lot of newbies to this party. It was like everyone kind of came there with an understanding of exactly what was going to happen. Everyone's a veteran um, of this process. Exactly. So it, it, it grows a, a little bit and, you know, it waxes and wanes. And, and it's probably better that way. So this is like uh, this is like some real deal shit. Like I, this is kind of like like almost vaguely similar to like a renaissance fair, whereas initially I thought it was just like like pirate party, like a theme, you know, like like some right. sorority like, fucking put it together, or more no, like, some like Williamsburg not. bullshit. Yeah, some yeah. Williamsburg, but like exactly. people dressed up like Captain Crunch and shit. You know? No, like, Monday no. night at the Sparrow Bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's pirate like, night. This sounds like it'd be a, a good, like a you know, a good time. I think oh, we need is. to do a live the episode time. there next. Yeah. Time. A live episode. <laughs> is there any homemade rum? Like, do people? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had I had something called Whiskey Mac. Uh, this guy James, who incidentally uh, gave me a kazoo. I lost my kazoo, and he happened to have the exact same fucking kazoo. Gave him my kazoo. Uh, he also had this drink called Whiskey Mac that was like uh, whiskey and ginger tea and like honey. People love that yeah. ginger tea it was, it and was, ginger beer now. It's delicious. In J- yeah. Jamaica, I drank Appleton rum and ginger beer. I've always and it loved was ginger beer. Fucking dope. That sounds excellent. Dope, man. Appleton rum. Appleton rum, dude. Their rum out there is the shit. Appleton's like their thing, and yeah, don't they, they have like like. They have their own sugar cane out there, right? Is that what's the deal with Jamaican rum? Why is it so good? It's just it's made with love. They have the Jamaican love. (laughs) They cook everything and the sun, man. That's it. They cook everything in coconut oil, which is it's healthy. The shit. It's it just you. It feels cleaner when you're eating the food. You feel like it's clean. Yeah. Like like this is the best. Like and so maybe they cook it. Maybe they cook their booze (laughs) in coconut water. I don't know. But back to this though. Okay. 200 people. Yeah. How many are women? Uh, roughly half. See where my head goes, right? See where I like roughly where your half. I'd say, I say the chances, your chances are good. There's a good ratio. There's a good ratio. Now, what is the quality of the woman, though? <laughs> oh, top. Is this top? Hot really? chicks. Main chicks. Main chicks. New England women are very interesting. Is that a thing? Main chicks? Oh, Main well, chicks. I think so. I mean, I it may not it might not be something you notice unless you're from there. I'm from there, but you know, there's some rootsy girls that, that can really, you know. Yeah. Chicks that can take a punch. Not that I would well, ever hit oh, a girl, wait. but I'm just saying. We'll have to bring you on for another episode <laughs> now. <laughs> no. Domestic violence you know, from Maine. You know, you know it's plaging everyone. Terry Brennan. Comes a little, back. little little more rugged, a little used to the cold winters, you know, so they got, you know, they're they're good. Um this is what I've noticed about New England girls. Um, they're kind of, they're very forward. Mm-hmm. They're very blunt. Yes. And what he's saying by take a punch, he means they fight each other. <laughs> yeah. The other and, girls. Yeah, they don't give a, yeah. they'll fight a dude too if they fucking need to. Because yeah, remember, there's a good chance one of them has a brother <laughs> who has a friend named Sully. Let's be right. honest. Yeah. They've dealt with some Sullys. They all can I'm going to be honest, uh, I have dated some Boston girls of late. Mm-hmm. They are an interesting 
fucking breed. Yep. Yeah. I dig the shit yeah, out of Boston. Yeah, hell yeah. I was there in, in April. It's a good time. Hey, let's talk about New England. Let's talk yeah. about Maine for a second. There's a fucking reason why Stephen King never left there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's had a million books, the screenplays. <laughs> he is staying there because of them fucking broads. And, you know, I mean, it inspires him. Um, so there's hot chicks up there. There's hot chicks, yeah. Now you go with what, your girlfriend? Uh, my girlfriend is actually studying for the bar this year. So <laughs> she, she, has she knows nothing about this trip. <laughs> she had to stay home, unfortunately. But uh, oh wow! So that's got to be tough. Now you're seeing all these high- and girls are dressed as what? What wenches? Yeah, yeah, not pirates. Pi- pirate wenches because they were top, top heavy. Or I, I saw <laughs> all kinds call. of different styles of pirate chicks that were awesome. Well, that's I mean, and what? I didn't hit on any of them, Look but that's you. okay because I was focused on the show. I was there to bring the party. As yes. far as the music is concerned, so right. take one for the team, guys. <laughs> I got the party. Chicks are all yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Let's get back to what RG just said, my esteemed guest co-host. How was the chest looking? Were they yeah. top heavy? What was? Because that's what I think of wenches. <laughs> yeah. You never see in pirate movies a flat-chested no. girl on is a pirate ship. Is that pirate they movies were... or just movies? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's some. There's hot flatches. Yeah. Well, they were sent to war, you know? It, <laughs> you're war, you need something to grab. <laughs> They're war. Um, I'll be honest right now. I don't like middle ground anymore with a chest. I'm huh. just going to I'm gonna alienate a whole bunch of women here. I'm not huh. trying to. But be, like, girls who are stuck with, like, bees, mm-hmm. it's, I, I need either – I want a really huge-breasted girl. I'm into that. Or I want, I want flat. Really? Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's something about just a flat-chested girl. That's interesting. And a lot of them lack confidence because of that. And no, that makes them better like in that. bed. Yeah. And, and this, I have no self-esteem, so I need you to have <laughs> less than me right. so I can have some. That's oh, what I need. I got a question. The people that go to these things, mm-hmm. typically normal people that if you meet in outside of the island, you would never know they do this? Or like you see them, you're like, you're, you're a pirate guy. No, no. It's, it's people from all walks of life, man. And it's funny. I, I met some people from Brooklyn at this party. Like – it's it's really people from everywhere end up showing up. It's it's sort of That's like funny. a it's like the most secret best time I've ever had. What's the employment rate you think of the two hundred people there? Everyone has a job. Um, everyone seems to have jobs. Yeah, and it's that in, so they're part of a working week. Yeah, these yeah. people. Well, a lot of them are are fishermen and lobstermen okay. from 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 this island community, which is so. a different kind of job. Where you work right. what four yeah. months, you could get yeah. you could die on that job. Yeah, that's, that's a New England these, job. These, t- these yeah. kids are tough, yeah. man. They they go out, they haul traps, and they're like in the middle of the summer, they throw this giant party where they just let it all hang out man it's crazy and now there is a concert oh yeah it was us yeah you, so you were the only band well we were the only band but then uh you know uh i have a, a friend uh who who is djing as well and, and, and wait, without thought, electricity yeah no electricity well Acapella? They, they they took gas generators over on boats oh, and we had some okay. gas generators so there's power there's power that that supplied uh, okay. by the people that throw the party yeah okay because that's another thing i was thinking if there's no electricity how do you get the word out <laughs> is it, is, is well, it like real pirate yeah, shit yeah, it's super secret man you or gotta be a in bottle the you put yeah. a bottle you throw a yeah, note in right. the bottle a note in a bottle <laughs> yeah yeah it's sort of and well and uh in years past apparently they they only tell people like very shortly before it happens so that there isn't this sort of chance for the word to spread and it to become like a big out of control thing because it is you know a bird preserve and uh the people <laughs> I love that it's the, also the, the people that own, <laughs> own land on, on the island are are completely uh cool with us doing this sort of thing so it was uh very cool and so what all right so the concert saturday yeah okay and what time does it start <laughs> we uh we got there uh 
at like, I don't know, we probably finally got out to the island around three o'clock and we had to set up uh, all our equipment, set up our tents. Put so you the went straight to together. work. Yeah, they uh, they actually had a campsite for the band all cleared out and shit so we could just set up our tents and go. It was like wow. it was, they treated us really nice. Yeah, man. yeah, really nice. And they fed us. They kept us in booze and whatever extracurricular uh, <laughs> sort of things we like to get into. Uh, and we started playing like around 9 o'clock. 9 at night. Well, yeah, right when the sun went down. So you get off the boat. You go straight to work. You're setting up. But they take care of you. They feed you. They give oh, you yeah. drinks. How quickly do you start getting fucked up like a, like a soup sandwich? Oh, right away. Right from the jump. You get right off away. the boat. They hand you I'm a the, beer. I they feel like I'm the ferry at that point. Well, you're, you're, yes. Do you you're start? You're gaming Yes. Yeah. Well, it, a funny story. The night before, because we, this was at the end of our, our tour, and so we played in Portland. And uh, my brother uh, threw an after, quote-unquote after party at his place, which was really just me and the drummer. Uh, going home with my brother to the, the small town outside of Portland. Uh, and we stayed up all night drinking and just walking around his backyard like, oh, my God, there's stars up here. This beautiful man. Oh, life is great. And then, uh, you know, I fell asleep at five, <laughs> five o'clock. That's some hippie drinking. shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Fell, fell, I drank a lot. I've yeah. never noticed the fucking never star. star. I, I, fell, I fell asleep uh, at like five o'clock in the morning and woke up at six and woke up the drummer. And I was like, we got to go now. So I hopped in the car. I was probably still a little tipsy from the yeah. night before uh, and drove like two hours to Rockland, got on this ferry. So like by, by the time we're setting up our tents and shit, right, I'm like hallucinating. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Exhaustion is yeah. kicking in. Like somebody came up to me and they were like, you look really faded, man. Here, eat this portobello mushroom sandwich. Portobello, it, I'm sure. It, it, no, no, no. <laughs> it, was, it was a portobello. It was amazing. It was great. But it, it totally saved me. And then I took a nap and then I got up and I started drinking immediately and then at nine o'clock, I was probably the drunkest ever I've ever been on stage, but I played like the best show I've ever played. Wow. It was amazing because the adrenaline of being a part of something yeah. like this. Yeah, right? it was just it like over. the the vibe. It, it just like doesn't matter, man. Doesn't matter. Just let go. And you think that's what attracts the people also? That yeah. this is the moment if they do have these everyday normal lives, take a weekend, let go, don't care about anything, no electricity. Mm -hmm. What do you think people really gain from that? Um, Mentally. I, I think, well, I mean, depending on the drugs you're doing, of course, uh, you can uh, just it's sort of about connecting with the community, you know, like these these kids all know each other. And uh, and the, the vibe is so good. It's sort of just like this annual feel good get together. And, and that becomes what it's about. It's like that feeling of community. We're throwing a party in the middle of nowhere and no one can tell us what to do. And it's amazing. That's, it's like the yeah, best party you've amazing. ever been to. Yeah. So the and location also is big because even if the cops are coming, you're like, you guys got two days. There's no cops. Before the cops get here. <laughs> the cops like, would get killed. They have before one, the cops get here. They have Jim. They have one cop on the island that's kind of nearby. He yeah. ain't he ain't gonna wake up in the middle of the night and come yeah. stop a bunch old, of kids. Oh Wilson, you know, too right. tired. Looking over the, the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think's selling him the fucking drugs? The one right. cop. Exactly. <laughs> that's his racket. I, I have a question. Uh, so it's like maybe two or three in the morning now. Uh, they're in the pirate party. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you said uh, half the people attending are women, so the ratio is really good. Yeah. So is everybody just screwing in the woods all over the place? Um, yeah. I was gonna probably, get to that. Yeah. I was gonna get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody's everybody's got campsites. Everybody's got tents, and they just oh, stake okay. out their little place in the woods, and you know. Yeah. So people are staying overnight. Oh yeah. It's yeah. There's there's like no leaving. You get there on the boat, and if unless you came in your own boat, you you ain't getting off the island. Right. You, you gotta okay. make arrangements with people. Wow. It's crazy. So yeah. How quick? Oh man, this is so crazy to me. So, 
People are having sex in the woods. I, I would imagine, yeah. You didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing, no. Do you think there's orgies? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Because to me, something like this means this is a lost weekend. Yeah. We work hard. Anything could happen. Do you yeah. think people are cheating? Do you think people are showing up with their significant other and they just look at each other, wink at each other, go, game on, do whatever? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it takes all kinds, man. So To yeah. me, this is like a step below or on the same par as like them shits from uh, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Let's just run a fucking muck. Go at it. Like I'm in my head when you told me about this. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember season two of True Blood when that fucking yeah. weird devil lady, the marinade, whatever that shit? Yeah, I think it's marinade. I, I just called her marinade, the, which is something a sous chef should make. Interns, food. The, they would have <laughs> orgy. I really need shrimp fried rice. I am fucking hurting right now. That is my hangover food. I eat healthy. Look at me. I'm back. I lost like 25 pounds since Jamaica. I fuck it. <laughs> Super trip. What are we down to now? Um, you said uh, it was a 10 the first segment. How are we holding up now? Still, st- is it still? Are we still on par? Are we still doing good? Because right now, I love you guys. You guys are doing amazing. I seriously feel like you guys are in New York and I'm in Phoenix. I feel like I'm <laughs> either two or three hours behind. I feel like I'm overcompensating. No I feel way. like I'm, my You're energy awesome. is over the top. Sometimes you do your best work when you overcompensate. Yeah. Well, look at his performance. That he needed to be wiped out and oh. sleep for three days, Dude, got I drunk, was, and I was, was the a best show of all time. Mess, and I channeled yeah. something amazing. You're, Some, you're, sometimes you're, that's what you need. Right now, Mad Dog, you're you're Burris, Plexico Burris on a, on a bum ankle playing in the Super Bowl as they beat the Patriots. Like you're just you're, you're coming, you're not you refuse to go on the injured list. Well, I can't. Well, and, and and you're just you're coming out of the tunnel and you're you're fucking delivering. Well, I appreciate that, but uh, that's great for my ego, and I'm gonna need affirmations every thirty seconds <laughs> to get through this thing. Um, and just so you know, as I'm drinking this beer and I'm starting. <laughs> I'm getting drunk again because all I've eaten is, is a banana. You want this other beer, by the way? That's you. That's, That's game all on, Brohim. All right. I am, I'm craving going to a fucking strip club during the day right now. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> this guy is a mess around. Get an intern to pick up the, <laughs> the cap that's on the ground. Everyone, this is how we do business around here, Terry. Um, I want to go to a strip club for the fucking buffet. Beer. <laughs> we could get the interns to strip if you want. Well, you do have a hot we girl. Do. <laughs> Oh, hey, 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 you went there. What the <laughs> shit? <laughs> right now, uh, I'm just. Hunter S. Thompson said, oh my God, I didn't even finish a sentence. <laughs> I didn't even finish a fucking sentence. This is horrible. If I, I become an alcoholic, I have to go to rehab. They're going to point to this episode. This is all when it went fucking wrong, man. I just, I just love watching you. Like, you're, you're doing your best to put the sentences together. Well, I got a question for Terry. <laughs> all right. So I think a lot of people have <laughs> <Someone> has <to. laughs> their their version of this pirate thing. So whether it's, you know, Burning Man that we mentioned or the festivals or even like Comic-Con or, you know, the Juggalos. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you think people are missing from their everyday life that it seems that so many people need these these escapes out of nowhere where they completely detach? Or is that the healthy ooh, way to do ooh. it? I mean, I mean, you're getting into some deep stuff That's now. That's how man. we do. I mean, for life. I think. I think that I think that the world comes down hard on people uh, in ways that are very unnatural due to whatever um, sort of uh, crooked path uh, society has taken over the past uh, couple hundred years in general. And I think that this is this is part of the people saying, like, listen, every once in a while, no matter what the fuck you tell me to do, 
I'm going to stick up my middle finger and say no, motherfucker, because life is real. Do you think that's a recent thing that we we veered off that path? I, I actually don't think that it's recent. I think that people have kind of always done this. Um, I think that recently it's taken on that kind of tone where, like, this is really people trying to escape the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that in one way or another, uh, human society has always had these kind of uh, tribal gatherings where they just kind of let go and let themselves be, you know, become possessed by whatever uh, spirit moves them that evening. And I think everyone here thinks that's a healthy thing for people to do. Yeah. Do you think that can work full time or we need it in those short doses? Uh, I think that there's definitely a balance to be struck. I think that, uh, people should have the opportunity to have these things kind of available to them to do at any point during the year. And I think that they are, they're there. There's plenty of parties to go to. If you want to find a party, you can fucking find a party. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, you can definitely get spun out, and uh, and there needs to be balance. Balance is the key to everything. Everything in moderation, including moderation. That's why I feel. That's why, like, a night like I had last night, you need to have them once in a while. Mm -hmm. It reminds you of why you live. Now, if you're doing that every night, that's what we call a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But you need to – I'm going to go to season one of The Sopranos. Do you remember Tony's all depressed? Spoiler alert. I know it's going to ruin her. Her season was 90 fucking eight or nine, whatever it was. So uh, if you're getting to it, it now. And that is the show that depressed mob guy is going to. That, yes. It's not spoiling anything. No, but he's really got his dick in the dirt about episode 11 or 12. Big pussy's on the uh, run on the lamb. He might be a rat. He might not. That's his best friend. He's, he's walking around so depressed. And he's miserable. And then he almost gets assassinated. Like he almost gets killed by these guys. And then after you see him awaken mm-hmm. and he feels great. That's what he needed. And I always compare like a bender or doing something different, going to a con- like I don't have too many nights off. God bless it. it. Means things are going okay. But when I get a night off and I can go to a concert, every once in a while, I'm like, oh my God, is it worth spending this money to go do this? Is should I go on a vacation Absolutely. for three days. Absolutely. Should I go see Soundgarden? Yes. And you do it, and it revitalizes you as a person because yeah. you need to change it. You need to change your routine. Even as comics, we don't go in the – we're not really part of the working week. Our job's different. Yeah. We wake up late, a lot of us. Mm-hmm. But that still becomes a fucking routine. Yeah. And you need to throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks to remind you why you're alive. And that's what this – and I, th- like. and I think yeah. that helps your routine out because when you come back after three, four days out, it's fresh again. It's new again. You got a, you got an excitement for it yes. as opposed to you're 90 days into doing the same thing. 90 a years, 10, 15 years in, you're going to shoot yourself in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's too much. Now, you go to festivals a lot. Every yeah, summer you go to a couple. summertime I like to do a couple, yeah. What have you seen this year? I went to Firefly and Governor's Ball. Nice. So a lot of, lot of big mix of different bands that I got to see, which is awesome. And now, how many of those bands do you actually like, or do you, are you doing it just for the experience? So I try to pick the festivals with the best lineups, the guys I like. It's also a great way to be exposed to music. Yes. And I think there's a different feeling when you see something live than when you hear it recorded. I think that's the same thing in comedy. 
there's an energy and an a experience. live performance that you don't get when you're listening in headphones or watching it on YouTube. So and, and isn't the whole the whole festival, the whole music festival thing is it's sort of like like the pirate party. It's like a communal sort of experience. It is. Yeah. It's not just about standing by the stage. It's about going around checking out the booths and exactly you know. and just the people that you meet. You know what? One of the things I love about these festivals, you'll just be standing next to someone and they're like, "Hey, Tom Petty's playing next. You want to go with me?" And you're like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. A know. random person, a stranger, <clears throat> never met them before, and you I just go and I saw Tom Petty at Bonnaroo. Yeah. Awesome. So I just saw him at uh, Firefly. And I was at Bonnaroo two years ago. And it's great. Everyone walking around giving high fives. People I've never met before. God, I got to do Imagine that. that in New York City, walking the streets where people are just going, hey, high five. Why not? We're having a good time here. Well, I do never that happen. sometimes. I do that. And I mean, they probably give you weird looks for that. Yeah, well, sometimes. What do you fucking want from me? I think deep inside all of us, there's, there's a guy crying out for a high five. We all need high fives. You know? Mm-hmm. This city need. Let's get deep. Ghostbusters 2, there was a real purpose. Right? <laughs> right? People this fucking city love that needs movie. fucking hugs. Right? Yeah. I love this town, but I agree with LCD sound system. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. I get it. We're all so fucking tough, and we're always on the hurry, and relax. But there's hug a, a motherfucker. There's a hug to give, though. Everybody's got a hug to give when it's time to give hugs around doesn't here. doesn't cost you nothing to give a no. hug. It's no. just, I wish people would re- remember that when it's like not a tragedy happening, you know? Right. Yeah, and this is a New Englander saying this. New England gives hugs, and what are they known for? Getting drunk during the day and calling everyone wicked retarded. Let's That's be honest. right. And taking a punch. That's right. You're all fucking punch. wicked retarded, but wicked I'm going to hug you, motherfucker. And women who could take a punch. Women who could take a <laughs> That should be the new license plate in Maine. Yeah. Our women could take a punch. <laughs> the women who take a punch state. Way too yeah. many letters in there. It's just going to continue to half the bumper if you like, wrap around. It's, it's, but it's my state motto. I went to a festival last year, and I haven't been to a festival in ever. Um, the tour I was on, the Ronnie Mon Block Party, Shuli Agar, who's our headliner on that, he, we did three days in a row. We did Jersey, we did Long Island, so we basically were staying in the area. And it was always more fun when you leave, right? Traveling is just exciting. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like George Clooney and Up in the Air. I, mm-hmm. I love hotels. I love all that shit. We go to Providence for a Saturday. <laughs> we do two shows there. Fucking insane. There's some hedonism going on there. Rhode I'm not, Island is I, I, fucked up. I legally cannot. I'm not lying. I legally cannot tell you about the hedonism that happens in Providence. <laughs> I Court go ordered. home, though. Um, that was the last night I drank coffee. I had like eight coffees. I used to be a coffee addict. I had uh, two five-hour energies, all kinds of shit, drinking booze. I had a, like a meltdown, like a panic attack at the hotel. I didn't sleep. We left the next day because Shuli was playing the Orion Festival in Atlantic City. Metallica's first year of this festival. So I sleep in the car for like a few minutes. I don't know what to expect. We get ba- we don't get like like uh, VIP passes. We get like band artist passes. We can go backstage. I can just grab Red Bulls and water. It's just a very we eat in a tent That's next awesome. to band members and shit. But it was so fucking awesome. And I forgot how cool that shit is. Part of me because I remember I used to go to every festival in Vegas, even the shitty, we didn't get good ones back yeah. then. We had like June Fest, which is a classic rock stations festival. You see, in Vegas, like like Lollapalooza and all those never came through. Opening day, Lollapalooza '94, I went. Did you guys have like Horde Fest? Horde yeah. never made it there. That was I got the first a, festival I went to. That was the first festival Horde I went festival. to. Horde yeah. festival. With I went to Horde headlining. and travel blues travel. Blues I travel, went to yeah. Horde in in uh, Park City, Utah. Later at night, got arrested. <laughs> so fuck you, Horde. I went to see Neil Young, my hero. I uh, went to the. Per- you were you were harsh in people's mellow, man. Oh, <laughs> fuck ridiculous. Um, but 
it was so great because I remember, like I said, going to June Fest. June Fest would be like all these old fucking shitty bands, like Greg Lake, not even Emerson Lake and Palmer, hmm. the shittiest member of the three, <laughs> and they're a shitty band. He's gonna say. And eventually, I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> You're seeing a bunch of your parents' friends. Whipping their tits out, <laughs> wrinkled, <laughs> disgusting, trying to get you high. It's like, you should be telling me not to get high, motherfucker. <laughs> and it just soured me. And then we'd have the alternative station would have a festival where the best band would be like Blink-182. And so you're like, well, if that's the best band, this is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked. I can't go. So I kind of got soured on them. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh, it costs too much to be hydrated, to eat. It's a lot of money to spend, and the way they do them now, like with Firefly and Governor's Ball, it's like, aren't, aren't, there's two stages, but both stages are going at the same time, right? Yeah, there's the, there, yeah, Governor's Ball is two, Firefly, there's up to like three stages going at so once. So doesn't that you create, have to make decisions? Yeah, that creates conflict. That's why you gotta do the, like the three day festivals. Yeah. yeah. That's why you gotta do the camp out, and right. you gotta, you gotta like take the little, you know, roster of artists and do your map, map it out in advance. And That's then, the best and part of it. Take a fucking handful of mushrooms. That's what you do like you plan and every just wander every around morning, the freaking woods. Yeah, every morning you're you know you're drinking, getting going, whatever you're doing that day with the schedule, dude. What are you going to do? And you have to like map it out and hop here and halfway in. I'm gonna have to pop over and see the end of this. Oh wow, that's did. cool. That's like that's like a like a program card for it school. Is. It yeah. is. <laughs> no, and, it's so and, good. And so regular. Good. Regular time doesn't really exist there because if someone says like what time is it you're like oh Weezer's playing like, oh okay I got it like you know the schedule based <laughs> on just the Weezer bands. time yeah. Weezer o'clock <laughs> yeah it's Weezer and Dispatch happening you're like oh, oh cool I'll oh wow I should go to some of interesting these. you mentioned both those bands because my band has been uh, compared to both those bands really actually. yes Weezer and Dispatch yeah. oh nice oh wow so I got to see Dispatch at uh, Firefly oh that's awesome yeah. nice. this is what I like about you two right now Terry and, and Benji I feel like this is a concert goer. <laughs> but um, the thing is, I wouldn't consider myself a big concert guy. I, I hit the up festival. the festivals because you get to see everyone in one weekend and have that amazing experience that we're talking yeah. about. But I don't go out of my way to go to concerts here, and uh, especially in the city. I, where I haven't easy. in a while, actually. Right. Like uh, I usually but end up only going special. to shows that I'm playing. You know, mm. it's, well, that's 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 the life, man. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you go to those. I'm yeah, glad me too. No showing. I, I ain't Axel. Uh, I saw Axel. Oh, that's good. I saw Axel once because he was so late. I got to see him. I was on stage here at stand up. <laughs> I, I text my boy Zach. Have they started yet? No, man. I get off stage. I get my money. I get in a cab. I walk in. I see your sister on a Sunday dress. <laughs> Thank God him being late. It was like midnight on a fucking Sunday. Who the takes universe, the stage at midnight the on universe a fucking Sunday? Axel knew yeah. that you were going to be there at that time. That's it. Lined it up. Universe is perfect. This is what I was gonna say though between you two. I feel like this is a festival goers version of that scene in Jaws where Quinn <laughs> right. and Richard Dreyfus are like showing scars. Oh, look yeah. at this! This was the USS Indiana. Oh shit! I got some good festival scars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. tell me, like, what's the craziest thing that happened to you at a festival? Oh, uh, the craziest thing that happened to me at a festival. Um, ah, uh, I don't know. Usually, the craziest stuff doesn't happen to me at festivals, but like, um. Let me see. Or maybe just just that you saw, or not necessarily happened to you, but you know, while you were there. Um, well, I've seen I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, I was at a festival. Guy died. That was that was. No. Crazy. What festival was this? Uh, this was uh, it was called a Evolve Fest. 
It was like way out in a field in Pennsylvania. <laughs> he did the opposite. It was it was survival it was, a, it was yoga festival. Um, and it was the Hunger Games festival. And, uh, <laughs> dude, we were tripping face and smoking a blunt. And uh, somebody, oh my god, somebody, a dude died. <laughs> somebody <laughs> came came around and he was like, "Yo, one of our brothers died tonight." I was like, "Oh shit!" Like somebody was rocking out so hard they just died. <laughs> they died from the drugs. Yeah. I mean, and well, that, that that was a question I, I wrote down here. Going too far with it. Going too far. Well, okay. If you die, well, this is the thing. It's a sort of that's a sort of a philosophical thing. If it, like somebody brought up when that guy died, they were like, "Well, he was at a festival surrounded by all his friends, rocking out, having a good time." Like, there you go. That's a peak. You want to die at a peak moment like that. So okay. I bet this family doesn't think yeah. that. Yeah, but <laughs> here here's where I think maybe you're taking it a little too far. When you get up to that point. And then you don't die, and you, you come back broke in a fucking mess, and you destroy your life because you've done too many drugs. That's when you've taken it too far. Right. You had to make sure it stays to the weekend yeah. or to the festival. Yeah, you, you know? got to be able to keep it together when you come back or die when you're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or talk. It's all or nothing. You really should be writing T-shirts for <laughs> Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, but, I mean, that's what's interesting, right? That's the difference between a junkie and a user, right? Right, I guess. Or an abuser and a, and a and a just a user mm-hmm. is the user knows. Okay, I can do this. I can dabble here and there, but I have a job to do. I have a mortgage to pay. I have a, a girlfriend I have to look after. I have children. I have dogs. I have a plant that I have to give water to. Simple shit in life. But the abuser can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. It has to have it all the time. It is constantly searching. chasing. Yes, that's what it is. You're chasing. Yeah, constantly it. chasing. Yeah. Chasing that first festival they go to and mm-hmm. lose their mind. Yeah. Right? Do you feel like when you go to this thing, you're trying to replicate um, the I'm, time before? No, I am. Um, the first time you did it? Like, usually, usually the, the way that I feel about it is like when I hit certain peaks, you know, like I, I move on. So now I'm looking for the, for the next thing. And it's. Uh, you know, it changes. The what would reason, constitute a peak with this thing? Uh, I mean, like, a peak would be like a night where, like, say you take an, a little too much something. You know, you lay back in a chair, you trip out, you see some ancient god forms, leave your body, come back, piss yourself, fucking wake up, and your life is never the same. Like, that's a peak. And like, you've had those. Oh, I've had those. I think that's a great weekend. You, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like yeah a great no, weekend. I mean, it's... You feel like you've left your body before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've had man. an out-of-body experience oh, at yeah. one of these things? Uh, no, no, not at one of these things. But, but like, in general. Because you got to hold it together. Like, usually you're camping. You ke- like, what, what did you take to get that, by the way? I'm mushrooms. Sorry. Oh, okay. Mushrooms. Yeah, also, DMT is really crazy. If yeah, you guys what? have never tried DMT, I highly recommend it. <laughs> uh, well, sort of. I don't recommend <laughs> it if you feel like you have some deep, seated crazy problems because huh. it takes a strong mind to come back from that shit wow yeah what what like you I, I, wow i know we're going off on a tangent right now <laughs> i'm very fascinated with this this drug stuff dmt you smoke it um yeah the i mean i i think there's a couple different forms but the most common one is you smoke it and then yeah. what, and then you just see like some very insane visuals going on what um, happens it's really hard to describe um i know that also the dmt i was smoking was laced with ayahuasca so you got kind of two wow. like sort of shamanic the fuck uh, is ayahuasca it's like it's a vine that uh, grows in the amazon and um, people go on these vision quests where they go deep into the jungle, they cut the vine, they make this drink out of it, and they they drink it. And under the supervision of a right. shaman, there's yeah. like a ritual sort of trip out that everybody goes Similar on. to peyote, right? Yeah, very similar yeah. to peyote. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, DMT was sort of like I smoked it, and it tasted like uh, lavender in a dusty basement. My sister and this <laughs> witch doctor kid I, I know uh, sort of mixed up this batch. Um, and I, uh, I <coughs> totally left my body, like completely, um, and everything was blue fire and swirling around, and, and uh, there was like the – it felt like the universe was smiling at me, like I had gone a little bit too far, yeah. and something deep and spiritual knew that I had gone a little too far, and they were like, well, okay, here you are. You're experiencing this thing that, that you were searching for, this sort of like, this is what it's like when you die. You were looking for it. Here it is. Yeah. Now, we're not going to guarantee you, you come back from this. And that was the head fuck for the rest of the trip was right. like it was seven minutes worth of like, okay, so am I going to come back from this? Or am I just going to be fucking dead? Yeah, wow. I don't know. I don't know. But I came back, and it was amazing. Yeah. Well, so like, what? So like, 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 are are you conscientious of what you're thinking, seeing, and doing, or are you just sort of have you just completely physically let go and allowed this drug to sort of swim through you? I I honestly didn't uh, experience it from a um, uh, like I I wasn't moving around. Like it was a very controlled environment. I was surrounded by people that were you know there to help me if something went wrong. Um, but I just breathed deeply and kind of closed my eyes and experienced the whole thing. Yeah. So I didn't try to move around. I was so gone mentally that there was no way I would have been able to, uh, have control over my motor skills. I, I don't think. Right. But you said you were seeing like, like swirling blue fire and yeah, but were there it, voices kind of speaking to you or yeah, what was... but it's sort of like a voice you can't hear. Like imagine, uh, something trying to speak to you in your thoughts. Like if you didn't have ears, that's what it was kind of like. Wait, wait, wow, whoa, wow. Yeah. Like if you're talking inside your own head, you're not yeah. hearing it through your but ears. But you are. You're yeah. experiencing it. From, not through your ears. From the, right. from the center of your soul, you're feeling this. Now, when you say, you know, spiritual quests or journeys or the soul, are, are these actual things you're believing in? Or you just think certain chemical reactions with the human brain cause these type of feelings? That's a good question because I've definitely gotten to the point where I was like, Okay, did this really happen, or is this just the drugs? And the answer to that riddle is, it doesn't matter if it's right. just the drugs, because whether it was real to other people around you or not, you experienced yeah. that shit with your full consciousness. You know, like, that's real. So, yeah, maybe you're crazy. But whether or not you're crazy, it affected your life, and you take that with you. And as long as it's a beautiful experience, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people can have horrendous experiences. Sure. Uh, I've never had a bad. It's trip. no different than like taking a trip to Thailand or something, you know? Like, no, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. it's different. But you, you know, know sometimes yeah. you get arrested in a foreign country, and sometimes <laughs> Thailand you make and it DMT, out okay. same fucking thing. Yeah, bro. <laughs> exactly. DMT is the Thailand ne of drugs. Never had a bad drug experience. Um, I've had bad drug experiences. I guess but not like deeply bad it what never I, got to the point where you're like i can't do this ever again no and you why do you do drugs like why wh um why do you well let's say it, fuck it. it it's interesting uh i i i don't like do drugs all the time like sure. i don't like take drugs to just get high and fucking freak out um but i think like things like mushrooms that's if you know if you've done mushrooms and you understand how they can be a spiritual tool for personal growth as well as a way to have a really good time on the weekend. Um, but for me now, like I'm, I'm looking for sort of like the shamanic drugs. That's what really intrigues me is things like uh, mushrooms and ayahuasca and DMT and iboga mm. and all these weird tribal things that um, have been rites of passage for people in other cultures. Like I like to experience that kind of stuff. So, so what, so uh, 
It's interesting to hear you say that. So what, what's your opinion or what, what, what do you think of these designer sort of drugs? I mean, ecstasy and all these crazy pills that these, these alchemists are putting together now. I'm not really into it, man. I'm not really into it. Have, I, you, have um, you done it? Have you done I, ecstasy? Uh, and all I've this? done ecstasy and I've done Molly, which is the pure MDMA form of ecstasy. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong. It was great. I mean, I think MDMA is really great. If you haven't tried it, and you're curious, it's probably a yes. It, like, I've never heard of anybody having a really bad experience with ecstasy unless they do too much or unless they get it from someone they don't trust and it's not actually ecstasy right. and it's something like, you know, bath salts or whatever the fuck they're handing out. Um, but uh, but it is sort of like you take your life in your own hands when you're when you're looking at those drugs because you're never really sure where they're coming from. And, right. You know, so Run the risk of an aneurysm. Or uh, yeah, yeah. E exactly. Or cerebral palsy. So I've heard like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, honestly, oh, wow. I'm, I'm more of a wow. don't don't panic. It's organic kind of guy. L LSD, which really isn't really LSD anymore. What yeah, do you think of that? I, I've done it. Uh, but I, uh, you know, I stopped because uh, I, I had experienced LSD and mushrooms sort of like at the same time. Like not yeah. I did them at the same time, but I was experimenting with them. And I found that mushrooms sort of puts you more in tune with the natural part of uh, yourself. Yeah. Whereas yeah, LSD um, is very chemical. It's about as designer as ecstasy is, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's really, um, it does things to your brain chemistry that I don't necessarily think are healthy. Okay, that's fair. You know? Yeah. Back to the natural stuff for one sec. Mm -hmm. uh, these uh, states of mind that you get into that we're, we're describing as very spiritual, mm -hmm. are they? Are you only able to get there with the drugs, or do you think you can get into that mindset naturally? Well, that's the trick. Naturally, um, without a foreign substance. I think I think that I've been places that I want to maintain and that it's possible to get there with deep states of meditation, yoga, and things like that. Um, if nothing else, uh, getting having those kind of experiences, like that, oh my God, religious ecstasy sort of thing, like I want to get back there, which inspires me to sort of seek alternative, mm -hmm. more natural ways than with substances to get back to those places. And a lot of times it's it's really just a frame of mind change. Yeah, like meditation is a start. Do you do that? Oh, yeah. 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 That's probably a good, you know. and I think there maybe you could tie that back into music as a way of uh, getting to those places. Exactly. And one of the things that's common about all these festivals is music is the dominant art form. Mm -hmm. uh, comedy festivals are, are completely different. Yeah. Sure. These things with bands and music have a feel and energy and atmosphere that you don't find anywhere else. Mm -hmm. What do you think music as an art form does that these other art forms aren't doing? Um. Well, I'll put it like this: uh, if you know anything about uh, uh, physics at its, at its most, you know, particulate uh, pieces, like down at the very smallest fragments of, um, you know, reality, uh, matter is um, arranged in part by sound. And I think that there's something that, uh, uh, something that music has that it, it sort of like helps you maybe rearrange um, your personal vibration um, the trigger. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is why, like, I think when I was younger and a little bit more angry and upset at the world, like, metal made sense because I was personally feeling those kind of turbulent feelings, and uh, I I uh, related to the the tones. Mm -hmm. uh, but now that I know a little bit more about life in the universe, I'm kind of more like a funk guy. Like I'm mm -hmm. just nodding my head like this through existence. I like that. Yeah. You also get older and you mellow and you don't need that 
as much. I, I, I don't think that I've necessarily – You don't need metal as I, much. Well, I, I think that – You don't need to punch I'm, I'm, everyone I'm, you see. I'm laughing because I, I was listening to Megadeth's greatest hits <laughs> on the way over. <laughs> like I still love metal. I yeah. still love it. No, no, I love metal too. But I, I don't think that it's it's necessarily the, the loudness or, or the – like I don't think it's – it's sort of like the uh, the basic um, undertone of the – it is an aggression. The, yeah, it's yeah. like aggression and hate and anger and like I'm I'm trying to you know I'm constantly trying to evolve out of those emotions and pass that because yeah. I'm a personal growth type of person. It's exhausting being angry. It really it, is. It takes too much energy. Yeah. yeah. It makes you look old and wrinkly and and fucking die unhappy. Yeah. That's why it's older I get. There's I'm, I like some of these singer songwriters. Like I discussed <laughs> on the first episode here, <laughs> I hated the Eagles. I, I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly but what direction you're like, going. I yeah. still hate the fucking Eagles. I I hated Bob Seger, and now it's like, oh, it makes sense to me. Oh, uh, <laughs> now it makes sense. Oh, dude, I'll listen. Hollywood to, Nights never it makes sense. I listen. I listen to a song by like Joni Mitchell. And I and I and I you know as soon as it's done I'm like man that was pretty good and then I'll be like wait am I a fucking pussy now? But what you're the getting older on? and you've had yeah. real problems other than uh I can't go out with my friends tonight. <laughs> yeah. The principal's giving me shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck the government. The, the girl kicked yeah. me out because I bit her breasts. Oh my god. <laughs> Huge breasts. Huge. I'm, I'm gonna be honest Sorry right now about that underwear. We're though. gonna start wrapping it up. Um. I need to go find a broad right now. I've never been like this. I was just on the Craigslist personals. I'm not lying. I've never wow. done it before. I just wow. I'm in the middle of a great interview. You guys have handled it. You've been doing outstanding. So I'm like anything good. Well, I've only saw about three. I just <laughs> want some random excursion, and then we can come back and do another episode and talk about it. Um, you are very enlightened. Nah. D- no, you're a deep fucking dude. Nah. I mean, you just broke down the music, like why you like music, you, by the vibration and the. You use like some fifty cent words. And <laughs> do you think most people who go to that pirate party and do these things that you do? Are on the same level as you? Yeah, I think I think that uh, at some level they all experience, it. and that's why when you go to these festivals, everybody is so cool to you because You're most seeking. people is, the most people have had the experience and they understand the unity of humanity and the the greater sort of like loving uh, energy that uh, creates and contains all of us, and they don't need to know the physics behind it to know that the music syncs up with their exactly brain. they don't it's just you feel it man it's a vibration it's a flow so you would think with your pirate party that you think it's a bunch of lunatics and there's fights and there's just orgies and nah, some real bro shit yeah, it's man. not these are people Connecting. who want to be better people it's like, I, I think so it's like the anti-frat it's fucking amazing to me yeah. alright then we're gonna have to go next year we're um, in this is, I think this is a good place to, to stop yeah. um, and leave off. This is outstanding. Terry, uh, tell people where they can find you, your wonderful band. Uh, beltmusic.net. We're on the Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on the YouTubes. Just look us up. If you uh, like us on Facebook right now, we'll send you some music for free, which is awesome. And uh, yeah. They're a wonderful band, and I've opened for them several times, oh, and thanks, I care man. for them immensely. And Terry's what it is, man. Very talented dude. Yeah. RG, throw some plugs. Where uh, are people going to find the kid? Follow me on Twitter at RG Daniels uh, or come by any Sunday night Ooh, at right. uh, Three of Cups for Sunday night stand-up. Pimpin'. Bench. Get them, baby. Check out the club. Stand-up New York. Stand-up New York Labs. We're out of the podcast studio here. Uh, personally on Twitter, the best of BS. Google. That's the best way. You don't need If you want to find me, you can fucking Just find Google me. Just Google my fucking yeah, dude over figure here. it out. Ask the NSA. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. They know.
Well, that's contact your local congressman. He'll tell you where I'm trying to end this show, Terry, and then you bring up this political shit, and now we can't. Now we got to go into fucking overtime. You just keep your government bullshit to yourself. All right, all right. Um, what about you? At Mad Dog Matter, Twitter, Facebook. My website should be up by now. Uh, one Mike Comedy Tour. Me and Shuli, we're t- taking over the world, baby. There's gonna be some more hedonism going on with us, and uh, of course, just keep rocking. Coming to Stand Up New York, great club, my home club. I love it to death here. Uh, keep supporting Stand Up New York Labs. This is the best. All the podcasts. Uh, I want to thank all you cats for coming out, being a part of this tonight, man. Thanks for thank having you us, boys. This was yeah, great thanks, as man. always. Super Tramp in the booth. Love you, my dude. We'll Super see you tramp. next week. I will be sober. I will have my shit together. Hope not. All right, good. I'm just going to become a junkie, man. It's for the art. Super tramps. Did I still hold it together? I, I mean, I thank God you guys were here. I just, I put, this is cruise control. I went on cruise control halfway through this episode with the car. Autopilot. Autopilot, my dude. Uh, until next time, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Keep coming. We're going to keep it interesting here. And as always, my people, we're all worth a million in projects. Don't forget that.